Hello, and welcome to Theralit, Two Dope Therapists. Full disclosure, we don't own the rights to any music you may hear, and please be advised that this is not a substitute for your own personal therapy. Although we are licensed professionals and our answers will be from research and experience, our opinions will be interjected as well. If you feel that therapy is in order, please contact a licensed clinician in your area to start your journey. Now let's get started. Well, good morning. Good morning, friend. Hey, <clears throat> excuse me, everybody. I, I, let me apologize in advance. This is Darnita. So I battle sinus and allergies severely here in North Carolina, and I am sounding like Barry White today. So you'll hear me um, <laughs> clearing my throat and probably doing a little oh, sniffles. So just pray for your girl it. right now to get some relief because uh, I got Bless my ginger God. lemon tea. And Bless I God. will be doing a whole nasal cavity like decapitation after oh. this. Yeah, I got to get this junk out because it is uh, it's on me. <laughs> it's on well, me. Mm-hmm. so how are you? though? I'm doing good. You know, positive vibes for the week. We need it. Yes, we do. Been up since six o'clock this morning. Are you feeling okay? I I am, friend. And I need you to stop. And that's your usual bedtime. That's all I'm gonna say. It's usual bedtime. Like, Not you old vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but a vampire. You right? Like, <laughs> be like, I'll be unconscious and comatose. Five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. Yes, really getting asleep. But um, you know, I've been doing really good with my sleep lately. Um, Ooh. I have this. I've been using a sleep app. Uh huh. That tracks my sleeping. Uh huh. And it's kind of funny because it also tracks my snoring. Which yes, woo! don't you? Yeah, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> you all convicted over this way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> so you go say a bear, girl, bear. I don't know how my husband does it. I he should punch me that's, in my neck. <laughs> that's real love. That is real love, girl. It is really bad. <laughs> it's bad. So um, you know just got up this morning I was like you know what anytime I get up super early I just kind of understand that as you know that's just the universe's way of reminding me that I need to take some time and reflect Mm -hmm. Um, so just you know positive vibes all day trying to vibrate high this week oh yeah absolutely because in preparation you know so we have been talking about how we take care of ourselves and stuff you know over our last few episodes in certain ways Mm -hmm. so I actually took a week off I have not seen anybody since Wednesday of last mm-hmm. week. This is now Monday, November 2nd. Can you believe we November 2nd, first of all? Oh. But, um, and I went down to Hilton Head Island and mm-hmm. was on that beach, mm-hmm. walked that thing, and it was so rejuvenating. It was relaxing to hear mm-hmm. the oceans crash. And That's a beautiful thing. I mm. love listening mm. to the waves. Oh, yes. Ocean. I took about four videos, so at a certain point, I just may put them on, um, you know, just as a reminder. Um, but you just got to get away because I was like, okay, I knew this week was coming, mm-hmm. and and even like again, this time of the year with me with a, a seasonal affective disorder, I'm doing everything I can to manage that beast. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this week, like we talked about, so yeah, um, definitely. So, so I have to take a minute. Yes, to all yes, of please my do. fellow. S.G. Rose, happy Founders Month. I'm so excited. It is November. So the poodles are getting ready to storm. I'm ready. Well, I will be I'm on ready. the lookout. I will be on the lookout. I'm ready. Happy anniversary to all the Thank S.G. Rose. You. 
November 12th, 1922 at Butler U. So, congratulations, y'all. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There you go. So, all right. So, we we are with our same format today, but we've got uh, a little bit of relevant topics to talk about, but we'll, you know, we won't go into those until later on. And so, what do we want to do first? Do we want to do... Funny stories from the therapist's couch. Yeah, let's do that first, because that's usually okay. what we lead off with. I'm still okay. trying to decide what story I want to tell. All I know is your funny stories are abusive <laughs> to you. <laughs> they are to not. You. They are to not. You. They are not. It is all Ooh. part of the therapeutic process sometimes. And, you know, my stories, the next couple ones are from group home. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when you're dealing with adolescents in group home, you see a lot yes. of stuff. Yes, you do. You know, you surely do. So you go first this time because I always go first. Okay. So I, you know, okay. So I did not work as long as you did in a group home because six months I was done. And when I said done, <laughs> it wasn't D O N E, it was D U N. Done. Okay. Because, ooh, that thing. God it's bless a beast. America. It is. I mean, and, and honestly, anybody who works in a group home in any capacity, mm-hmm. I honor you. Because that is a labor of love. Let's be very clear. It really you is. You really care about people. You really care about children. Um, and you really, really sacrifice a lot of yourself mm-hmm. when you're working at a group home. So mm-hmm. I honor anybody who is, has, or has aspirations to work at a group home. Uh, having said that. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was so just going to say, that, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So having said that, when I worked at a group home, so I did... Um, like adolescent and teens, boys and girls. So it was a co-ed group home, but they had three different homes depending on the age and then also the sex. Um, And so (laughs) the teenage group home, the girls, bless you. Um, So I go in and I introduce myself and this is my first day. And so one of the QPs, the qualified professionals that work there, she came around to the group home with me. She was like, I need, I'm gonna help you out. And I'm sitting over there thinking, like, I get along with kids. I'm straight, you know. Hmm. So walked in, and she was like, hey, she introduced myself to the people who were working there. She, I introduced myself to the kids and everything else. And I was like, okay, well, I might as well just jump in and, you know, start doing the things because they have certain requirements that, you know, you have to meet all the time with groups and then individual therapy that they, they get. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, let me just get a group in real quick. So one girl, she comes in. And I was thinking like, okay, that's a little bit different. It was about six girls there at the time. And one mm-hmm. had just got there like two days before I did. So I was like, okay, well, she's a newbie just like me. So she or I probably attach. Yeah, she walked into that group. And I was like, okay, let's do music. And I said, okay, um, pick a song and tell me what you, you know, what it makes you think of and, you know, a time in your life and how it either helped you or you feel like it hurt you. So everybody else went. We had a great time, you know, and I even chose a song. Mm-hmm. Here come little chick that just came in two days ago. And she says the song or whatnot. And she starts talking about, she says, okay, this reminds me of a time when I lived at home with my parents. Um, and I had best friends in school and I was really cared about and different things like that. And I'm sitting there like, oh, and so mm-hmm. she was like, okay, and then after this, you know, like maybe two, three years after that, then everything changed and basically life went to hell. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm all into the story. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I noticed the QP in the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not listening. You know, I'm not paying her attention because I try to give everybody eye contact. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, she started telling me and everything else. And I was just like, wow, this is awesome. You know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, thanks y'all. This is our first group. Blah, blah, blah. The QP pulled me to the side and she like, girl, let me help you understand something. She just told you a whole wolf ticket. I was like, I said, how you know? And she was like, this girl done been in here four or five times. This is her, this her fifth time being up in here. And we all know her story. She was in there and crying. Like, girl, I'm almost like, oh, you know what I'm saying? And I'm Thank sitting over there girl. like, little chick. I said, now nah, nah, she on my radar now, for real. Right. So, every, girl, yeah, because every time I was like, okay, let me go back and read her fi- her files, okay? Because, you know, every time they start, every time they come back, they got a new file. So, I had mm. to go back in the archive, look at other stuff. I said, why this whole chick is sitting over here? She done spun a whole fairy tale. <laughs> and sucked you right in. <laughs> right. Got me all the way on the first one. And I be sitting around like, I'm a G. I don't be falling for no bull like that. Whatever. They'll got get you. the first gulp. I said, well, God. So, group home story. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my very first day at this group home. And one of the, the best parts about my first group home experience was I worked with a bunch of people that I knew. Mm. So, one of my good friends that had already been working there was giving me a tour. Mm-hmm. So, we're walking around, whatever. And first of all, when you're in group home, there's so many noises that you have to get used to because you have, you know, the kids that are loud because they're having fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes there are various odors Mm -hmm. that you have to get used to. So I'm walking through, I'm trying to take in all of the noises that I'm hearing, all of the, you know, the odors. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing in my mind? I'm thinking, what Mm -hmm. the hell are you doing girl? Mm -hmm. But I'm like, this is part of my experience. Hang in there. So all of a sudden, we start to hear a child calling the name of the girl giving me the tour. Uh-uh. So we turn around. Darnita. Oh, my there God. There was what? this kid, butt, booty, ball naked. Uh-uh. Laying on his back. Uh-uh. <laughs> with uh-uh. his butt cheeks spread open. And he was, uh-uh. like, acting like his butthole was calling her name. <laughs> Oh my God, no, no, no. That was the first and the last day. I will (laughs) never, ever, ever forget that. Because that was my introduction to group home. And my insides wanted to laugh and my feet wanted Uh to run. Girl, listen, that was like a whole welcome. You was discombobulated. It's going on. What world did I just enter? (laughs) Girl, listen. Because I, I used to be sitting there watching my little nephews, like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> you know, like, Girl, after them, I'm like, don't you do Like, Fortnite, I told my niece, like I was like, home. no Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Nothing like it. Mm-mm. It's really not. I mean, again, like I said, that's a whole labor of love, and it's a world out there that you really did not, you heard about, but you don't really know you it don't exists know until you experience it. Get there. Because that, I was not ready for that on the first day. Mm-hmm. Like, the first mm-hmm. day. I got to see your butthole. Mm-hmm. That was a mess. Uh-uh. Was a mess. Ma'am, so, no. You know, we deal with a lot. Yeah, you do. And that's why I'm just like six months, I was done. <laughs> uh-uh. I think I did it all together for about four years. See, that's why I said, mm-mm. Nope. All you. different capacities. But, uh-uh. you know, I started you. as a QP and 
went to preschool and then ended up as a therapist. But yeah, it was it was a lot. That's what I'm saying. It's a whole labor of love. And for you to work your way up, I honor you for real. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. I really do, because hmm, your girl couldn't do it. She ain't got it in her. Let <laughs> me just let you know, I ain't got it in me for... Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. Mm-mm. You're too much. <laughs> oh, I'm so sincere, though. So, <laughs> all right. So, we doing trivia? We doing trivia? Okay, let me pull up the questions yep. for you, because it is Please. your turn. Yay. And I almost don't even want to say what movie we're doing, because... You just clown me so bad. You're right, because your whole black card just got revoked. It got revoked. Okay. You know, it's all it, right. Yeah, all right. I snatched it. You took I snatched it. that sucker. Gone. Right. Mm-hmm. You need to watch it on Wednesday as a part of your self-care. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't even want to hear it. I don't probably will, Either that or you, need but... the, you, or you need to watch The Wire. Skip season two. Oh, Skip yeah. Season season, two. Uh, the Wire. Cool. Boomerang. You see what I'm saying? Probably not. But well, I just need to know the name and number of your therapist so I can call them and tell them they got a serious issue with you. <laughs> the issue you going on over here. It's, you need a process, okay? <laughs> because I don't understand how people can't. What? Yeah, I did uh, not watch Boomerang. This is one. This is I have no phone, desire to even watch it. Like nothing about it yeah. makes me want to watch it. You you just driving that knife in my heart I'm like so deeper sorry. and deeper. I'm so sorry. I and I'm not. I'm, I'm I may have stop. to have a transplant. I may have to have a transplant. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Uh, yeah. Because you're about to get fired. But anyway. <laughs> you're about to get all the way fired. Girl. Okay. All the way. Huh? Of the women Marcus appears to have had an intimate mm-hmm. relationship with, who is the mm-hmm. first? Is it multiple choice? It's or? not. Oh, shoot. Who's the first? Um, let me see. It's played by Tisha Campbell. His neighbor. Um, oh, I can't think of her name. She's a neighbor hanging over the uh, almost like Wilson from uh, 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 goodness, Tool Time. But um, you know, the, Wilson, you know, oh, Wilson that, from looking Tool, over the Tool fence? Time. Too. Yeah, she always okay. yelling over the fence at him, telling some Marcus. <laughs> and then so, because uh, he always be like, Yeah, no thanks, not no more. <laughs> so it was, yeah, she was his neighbor. I can't remember the name of her character though, but hilarious. Yeah, Yvonne. She's still trying to get him back. Yeah, Yvonne is her name. Um, these are. I don't know which one. See, it would have helped if you had saw it, but anyway, yeah, it probably would have. Mm-hmm. Okay, Going blind so, in the sky. <laughs> when everyone left Marcus's after their Thanksgiving dinner, Angela stayed mm-hmm. behind to help clean up. After they yep. sat down from cleaning, which TV show mm-hmm. did the two watch and express a common interest in? Was it? Was it? Because I know they're sitting on the couch because they can barely stay awake. They're so tired. I see the scene in my 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 mind right now. Okay, I'm about to Is give it... you a big hint. Okay. They were Trekkies. Oh, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, one more. Let's see. These are like really in detail ones. I see. In what romantic city did Marcus consummate his relationship with Jackie? Darnita. What? I cannot remember that. Philly? Romantic city. Was it Paris? 
no mail. On the plane, Marcus told Angela he thought that blank must be a sexy town. But Angela described it as a romantic town. You take someone you love. Yes. New Orleans. Okay, yeah, because that's why I was like, okay. Bing, 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 bing. That's it. I didn't think New Orleans was a romantic town. You know, I thought it was the party town, but that's what... Me too. That's the way they described it in your movie, girl. Mm. Yeah. So. so there's the trivia for Boomerang. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I, yeah, I'm going to be watching that tomorrow. That's a part of my day tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow I'm actually working and then I took the next day off because mm. however the election goes, I will have no energy for anyone. And so True. That's why I'm going go back to Thursday. I took the day off. I'm chilling. I'm relaxing. You know, not doing it. All right. So, do we want to talk about that first? Let's talk about that first. Other questions and save that for right on in. Okay. Okay. So, we have been receiving a lot of questions about anxiety, period. But especially now around the election, because um, anxiety is at an all-time high because we're just uncertain. We have never experienced an election season like this. Is to my knowledge, I I should say, I have not. Um, And so, there have been times where I've been concerned. But this one, even like, I'm not going to lie, my anxiety is a little high mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, some of the questions we receive, like, how do we manage it? What do I do with it? Um, you know, things like that. So we felt it was very important, especially because Election Day is tomorrow. And uh, some of you may be listening uh, while standing in line because you didn't early vote. Or I don't even know, some states maybe not have had uh, early right. voting. Um, and then also for our international listeners, you guys, you know, Send us a prayer over into the United States, you know, for whatever is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did want to talk about that. So you want me to go first or you want to go, go first? first? Okay. So some of the ways that, you know, uh, managing election anxiety is to, you know, honor the space that you're in, honor your feelings. I never say avoid nor ignore them, right. but they don't have to take over. Okay. So some of the things you want to do definitely is detach. Meaning detach from social media. Don't watch the news. Turn the alerts off on your phone or your laptop because some people have to work, Mm -hmm. right? But you don't have to have external like news alerts like from CNN or Fox or even local stations. Correct. Or even some blogs Mm -hmm. as well because, you know, you you just want to have a space where you can just get sane, okay? Also, to sometimes break up the monotony, put on some, um, you know, watch your favorite movie watch some cartoons, something like that. But then for the people who, you know, are um, dealing with other things and you have the capacity and you have some friends and you guys are on the same vein, make sure that you are, um, you guys can have an actual like sleepover. Now, mind you, it's social media distancing and uh, social distancing and different things like that. So, you know, these people can't have coronavirus, can't be exposed or anything like that because we don't want you to contract any virus or anything like that. However, being able to have that moment to decompress with friends can also help you. Zen, do you have any tips? So what are your thoughts about managing anxiety or what are some tips, uh, Nazenga, that you have about managing election anxiety? 
Um, I definitely agree with, you know, turn things off. Um, any outside extra stress mm -hmm. um, is not needed and or necessary. Right. Um, I think that scents are really important and helpful. So if you have candles mm -hmm. um, or sprays that you like to spray that have specific scents, lavender or uh -huh. mint, um, that's okay. very helpful that you can use throughout the day. Uh -huh. um, I actually have one burning right now in the back. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> clear, clear Mountain Lake. All right. Now. Um, so that's, you know, scents are very helpful. Um, making sure that you just provide yourself a lot of self-care throughout the day. Um, you know, if you need to take a walk, take a walk. If you need to sit out in the sunshine, do that. Meditation is always great. Mm -hmm. um, you know, making sure that you meditate. If you're a yogi, do some yoga, um, exercise, whatever it is that you do that makes you feel comfortable um, and helps ease your anxiety, make sure that you do it. For those of you that have to work, mm -hmm. you know, do some music in the background, yeah. some nice soft music um, and sense because, you know, at the end of the day, sense don't hurt anybody. True. You know, I mean, as long as it's nothing loud and crazy, sense don't, you know, they don't hurt anybody. So I would just say, you know, try natural things that kind of help. You know, if you're on medication for anxiety, take it. Yes. Please. Yes. Don't skip that day. Right. You don't shouldn't skip be skipping at all. at all. Right. That's right. Don't skip it. Definitely all. don't skip that day. Mm -hmm. um, but just, you know, whatever it takes, I, you know, I like the, you know, um, slumber party thing. Definitely. You know, if you can do Zoom parties with your friends, yeah. you know, make sure you do some Zoom parties. But, you or know, just meet be up. in connection with other people yeah. for sure. Absolutely. So and again, don't let anybody rush you back to reconnecting either. Right. The results are going to be the results. We'll mm -hmm. find out when we find out. And then you, you'll live, okay? Life does yeah. go on. Let's be very clear. Absolutely. Life goes on. So whether you, you know, it's your candidate or not, life goes on. And just remember that. So you have life to live after. And so just, you know, plan accordingly and adjust as it goes and take it one day at a time. And listen, we, you know, as people of color, black yep. people, we have been through some shit baby listen. let's just be clear yep and we stand on the backs of some extraordinary ancestors yes extreme that have resilience walked through far worse hell. hell than what we are experiencing right now um and you know we just we're resilient people yes and we will be okay and i you know i just want to give a shout out to us because we've already been dealing with the isms Yes, <laughs> you know, yeah. since we came on the first boat mm -hmm. and, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we have had an extra layer of BS that we've had to deal with recently over these last four years, you know, where people just feel real confident yes, in their, their racism um, and their arrogance and their privilege. Um, and so just kudos to everybody, you know, who still gets up, goes yes. to work maintains their children their household their sanity yeah. in these times you know gotta get kudos because it's just been hard yeah it it's just been hard has. and yeah. you know as therapists we you know we're not oblivious you know we are subject to the same stuff sometimes worse sometimes worse because sometimes we have to carry yeah. The stress of some of the people that we work with, even though, you know, we can detox from that stuff and, yes. you know, we can do the things that we do that help us maintain our own sanity. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just have to carry that. 
And we do. But, and so, and, you know, it can be heavier for us sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we are all still getting up doing the things that we need to do, you know, and it's no disrespect to anybody else. No. But at the end of the day, we the shit. And we got to honor the space we in. And so this is what we've been given, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, and, and my thing is, if, you know, there are certain things, if there is a thing called a next life, mm-hmm. I still want to be a black woman. I wouldn't Girl. trade it for a world. I wouldn't trade it for the world. However, wouldn't. we just wouldn't. know that we have, you know, it, it's, it's also, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so we know what our stories have been. And even though, and that's another thing, as people of color, we are not a monolith. We don't all have the same journey. Exactly. Some of us had it easier than others. Mm-hmm. Others had it harder than others. And we have very differing and polarizing beliefs on mm-hmm. a lot of things. Let's be Absolutely. very clear. So we are talking from the standpoint of honoring the people who came before us. But we're also um, talking from the standpoint of Nzinga and Darnita. Right. We do not speak for everybody. Right. Because I'm sure there's some people who look like us that don't agree with us. Right. Right. Absolutely. And that's fine. And just like the saying goes, just just because they skin folk ain't your, you know, king folk. Yeah. Okay. So let's be very clear. But this is this is how this is our platform, and this mm-hmm. is how we choose to right. to use it. Okay. And at the so end of the day, continue to be strong. Yeah. Continue to be motivated. Continue to feel the love that surrounds you. If you are not mm-hmm. surrounded by love, get around individuals that do love you. And we're sending and all the love. Honor to you. yourself. Yes. Because this has just been a very difficult journey. And, it's, you know, I, I just don't know anybody that I've talked to that it's just not been difficult, you know, mm-hmm. but it's okay to love on yourself. It's okay to be a little selfish right now because we need and that. That's selfish in a good way. We, right. In a good, in a good way. way. We need that. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Mm-mm. So, you know, like I said before in the first episode, give people the gift to know or give people the gift of, you know, letting them know how you feel about certain things and, you know, and, and not, now don't go get buck on somebody. You know, I'm not saying that. Don't go and get buck on no, somebody. If you buck. Right. You know what I'm buck. saying? But it's okay to express yourself and be assertive about your emotions and feelings because again, that's how you matter to yourself. Absolutely. So expression is always needed. Takes us to um, our next question. Yes, ma'am. Um, let me find it because you know nah. I'll be over here discombobulated sometimes. Um, hmm. There's so many conversations that we have throughout the day. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. My goodness, do we have a lot of conversations? What are the personal therapeutic boundaries that you have with friends and family? Oh, so mm-hmm. mine are one: I don't provide therapy to friends and family. Thank you. First and foremost. Um, secondly, I have to maintain certain boundaries in terms of communication because, for instance, when I was younger, I used to think that my teacher slept at school. I thought that was her house. Oh, like she didn't leave. She was just a teacher. Oh wow. And I think that a lot of times people think that we are our career, mm-hmm. but we're not our career. That's just what we do for a living. Yeah. You know, we are human beings that have lives, <laughs> you know, we have families, we have stuff that we do mm-hmm. outside of therapy. And I think that, you know, sometimes people without even understanding what they're doing, I don't think it's always purposeful, Not um, feel like every time they have a conversation with us, they have to tell us what is wrong or what's going on negatively in their life. Yes. Um, 
me personally, I, you know, don't mean no harm by it. But if I'm not working, I generally don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I have to have a space that is just for me and my mm-hmm. thoughts and, you know, for me to enjoy and, and, and deescalate. So I don't always want to talk about everybody's problems. I don't. Sometimes I need somebody to hear mine. And there you go, right there. There I don't, you go. You know, I just don't want to hear it. If, you know, we out having drinks at the club. I don't want to do therapy and I'm not going to do mm-hmm. therapy. So, you know, making sure, again, you teach people how to treat you. So making sure that you set those boundaries when they start, mm-hmm. you know, just have, you know, hey, you know, I'm not working right now or I got a therapist for you. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Let me give you her information. Yes. Um, because I just... I am, it takes a lot of work to be a therapist. And I I really think that people think it's just us talking to people, Mm -mm. but it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of mind shifting, sometimes literally from client to client, you know, Mm -hmm. and I know Mm -hmm. working with clients, it's not cookie cutter for me. I know there are therapists Mm -mm. that are cookie cutter therapists, but for me, it is not cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. Everybody is an individual. Yep. And I specialize in narcissism and narcissists Mm -hmm. have, you know, a very detailed, methodical way of doing things, but the victims do not. And that's the thing. And I have to deal with them based on how they interpret what they've been through, their abuse that they've been through. Mm -hmm. And it is very intricate with each individual person. So when you sit six hours or more or more, Working with that, the last thing I want to do when I'm going out and having a drink or enjoying myself is listen to somebody else's issues. Well, and let's be very clear. Um, so instead, you know, just listening to issues, sometimes it's just hard to talk. Girl. So I don't care if you got a funny story. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. I am not trying to be funny. It could be the most hilarious thing. <laughs> I was in the middle like, of drinking my juice, girl. Can you call me at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning because right now I'm drained? Because for right. me... <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? I purposely don't. And then I ask people as well, like, so when I'm out, because prior to coronavirus, oh, part of my self-care was being out. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am a kind of impulsive person and I'm an adventurous person. So Mm -hmm. it's nothing for me. (laughs) Funny. No, you really are. I'm not trying to be funny. You really, I admire that about you. You just, you know, go out there and you do it. I do. I mean, because I just be like, you know, because one thing about me, if I wait on people, I'll be waiting for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So I have no time. I'd have no problem getting in my truck and driving. And I mean, I have literally left here at six o'clock in the morning, got into Atlanta at nine Mm -hmm. and hung out and chilled the entire day. And I'll be back by midnight in Mm -hmm. Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Um, I just do that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But then also I just send random text messages to people like I'm doing this at six o'clock. Anybody joining? Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I'm out, I also have a personality where I attract people. Right. Um, and I, I think I, that's a therapist thing. I think we have on our foreheads come and sometime. talk Yeah, Because, I mean, <laughs> people come up and they be sitting over there like, you know, I, I'll sit at, because one thing I like doing whenever I go out to a restaurant, bar, whatever, I like sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. because I get my own space. I create my own kind of like Zen moment, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so that's my thing. But even with friends and family, you're right. I do not give them therapy. I always say, I help you find one, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, or, and I will tell them, um, especially with my sisters, we are trying to become closer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's like, well, we all real busy. Let's be very clear. Right. But 
so we don't talk like every day. We try to re, re, re we try to get in t- contact with each other at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes that's difficult, right? And so sometimes, you know, even like with listening to stories and different things like that, I'd be like, um, I really want to talk to them at eight o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. By eight o five, being on the phone, mm-hmm. I'm it's ready a wrap. to hang up. It's a wrap. I'm ready to hang up because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, y'all, I love y'all to life. <laughs> time to go but I need to decompress from this day right you know and for the most part I have people in my life who don't press the boundary right now there are times where people will come under the guise of advice Mm -hmm. like let me get your thought on this and I'm like "Mm, do I really want to answer that right and that's the that's what I always ask myself do I want to answer this right now and even in the middle of the story I'll be like you know what that's that's one for your therapist do you have one Mm-hmm. Do you have one? Because then let me help you find one. I, right. I have no problem doing that. My go-to um, phrase is, whew, that's really heavy. I don't know that I can yeah. carry that. Here's a therapist. Oh, but that's good. <laughs> that's so sweet. Because I'm utilize. like, uh-uh. I'd be straight up like, nope. Because I, I, I have a couple times been like, oh, I'm not working today. And, you know, I well, have to remember that, again, sometimes people really don't understand what it is that they're doing. And, yeah. you know, making sure that I've, I'm nice in my letdown, that I'm not not open for service well, right now. Well, that's true. Because some people do try say, to push yeah, those boundaries. They, they do. They do. So, you know, I, I'm just like, no, we, we don't do that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And even sometimes with my clients and stuff, because I get text messages late at night. Oh, yeah. No. Sometimes, like, can you talk? Nope. Mm, I don't answer. Right. Nope. I don't answer. Can't um, I wait to the mm-hmm. next session. Now I do have like a special line for them to text if they just want to get something off. Right. I got a special line that that's separate, and I'm like, just text it to your heart's content. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna respond, but text it to your heart's content. Right. Or send okay? you know if you're sending me an email, that's fine. Just know mm-hmm. that I'm going to answer the email during working yes. hours. Well, I'll answer the next session, and um, you know, you know, because sometimes they they need that boost to get through, and I'll you know I'll send them something really short and cute to get them to the next, you know, just to help them process into the next session. Um, and then we thoroughly go through it in the next session. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, the boundary has to be very clear. It can't be muddled. Yeah. Um, I, I really appreciate individuals who say, you know, I understand that you're a therapist or I'm mm-hmm. asking for clinical advice right now because they understand that I can say no. Yeah. And they're giving me, you know, they're prefacing it the with option. the option. The, and, and acknowledgement right so I like that but I do appreciate that you know. but you know there are sometimes it seems like some people that every single time you talk to them is they trying to get free okay. therapy and no nope. but then I noticed I, I really put a barrier and a boundary because I don't necessarily hang out with them either right I'll, I'll exactly them, you know what I'm saying I want and it's not one of those like get your mind right no it's like you know I what you're dealing with I can only empathize but right I need you to get some help for yourself. Exactly. You know, and then go from there. But then after that, after two times, mm-mm. That's nope. it. <laughs> That's uh-uh. it. No, ma'am. I'm over it and can't handle it. Right. So I got to let you live your life. So the boundaries, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just, you know, making sure. Cut and dry. Just with anybody else. You know, if you have a friend that's a doctor. You know, mm-hmm. can you just pick up the phone all the time and call that person? And, you know, every time your foot hurt, <laughs> you, nope. know, you can't do that. 
So it's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with a therapist friend. Like, you know, we don't always want to be working. We don't always want to be, we we never want to be at your beck and call because that's not going to happen. But no, you know, we certainly want, you know, everybody to think about the fact that we have families, we have lives. And honor that space Mm -hmm. and give us a break too, because it's hard, especially now. Um, Our practices have picked up. A lot of people are needing therapy. We're getting contacted left and right. And I don't know about you, but I've scheduled more time off this year than I ever had. Me been too. In yes. And, and I've, had I've made it a must this year that I've yes, you you know, had, had to several. take some time off, you know, and it's the struggle was sometimes real for us too, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, we never talk about our, our practice names. It's one of the things we mm-hmm. never do. So, you know, go ahead. What's your practice name? So, uh, Darnita D. Samuels, M-S-A-M-A-L-M-F-T. I know it's a lot because I earned a lot of degrees and I'm still paying the student loans for them, so they're going to be put out there. Okay? Let's be very clear. Um, But I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina in the university area. I am doing in-person and virtual um, sessions. And, um, yeah, I specialize in inner child wounds, abandonment, rejection, um, and uh, anxiety, grief, and depression. For the most part, but I get everything. So just because I'm an LMFT, which means licensed marriage and family therapist, a lot of people think, oh, you only work with families and couples. Nope. No, I do individual families, couples, groups, all of the above. And I am the Zenga Cates and I mm-hmm. am Cates Counseling and Consulting. My practice is completely virtual, um, which means that I can meet you anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I am M-A-N-C-C-L-C-M-H-C. Um, and mm-hmm. I do anxiety, depression, uh, parenting support, um, whole gamut of things. But I specialize in narcissistic personality disorders and individuals who have been victimized by narcissists. So um, I do that probably 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that in itself, as you state, is a labor of love. Um, It is being victimized by narcissists is no joke. I think that we make jokes. Mm -hmm. People make jokes about someone being narcissistic. But if you've truly been victimized by a narcissist, Mm -hmm. you know it's not a joke. It's not a joke at all. It's not. Um, Especially when you're dealing with a covert narcissist. It it, it is Mm. absolutely not a joke. It is very serious and oftentimes Mm -hmm. takes people damn near to the end of their life. Um, So, you know, I really, really um, enjoy working with individuals who have been victimized because I myself was victimized um, by, Mm -hmm. you know, a narcissist who was my mother. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've had to work through that and continue to work through that. Um, So that's my practice in a nutshell. I wanted to make sure that we acknowledge that, you know, we we talk about a lot of things, but, you know, we need to toot our own, our own horn a little bit periodically. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and I'm glad you brought that up because as narcissist victims, we don't do that. Right, exactly. We'll celebrate everybody else, but we'd be sitting around like, yeah, should I do that? Should I do that? Right. And we'll be like, yes. Yes, and we both yell should. at each other sometimes. Don't we? You know what I'm saying? We'd be yelling at each other like, why didn't you say that? And be like, um, I right. don't know. You know? So we, we, you know, we definitely, we, we help each other and we support we each other. I so. appreciate you, friend. I, well, I appreciate you too. So definitely, and then having a perspective of what mm-hmm. it is, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it it's definitely refreshing yes. to get somebody who understands, but can be supportive exactly. instead of having to explain. Because I've had several people in my life when before I knew I was a narcissistic mm-hmm. victim, 
that I've told people, like, especially even after a hor- horrific breakup, that I've told people, like, I just don't know who that person is. You know who that person was. Mm-hmm. You just tripping. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you know me because you got in me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm just another subject. You know, it's good to have a friend that you're not trauma bonded with. <laughs> that we mm-hmm. listen to yeah. each other, but we also push mm-hmm. each other to yeah. not be in that space for long. So. Right. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? So I need, I definitely need that. So, all right. Next question. Cause this is a doozy and it's, it's, it's so relevant mm-hmm. still. Okay. So the question is what support looks like in the black community. Um, it's, it's, please talk about what support looks like in the black, black community. There is an expectation that I am, that if I'm your friend or family, I have to support and purchase everything you do. And I feel guilty when I set boundaries and don't support. Hmm. So Ooh. this one right here, right, take a deep breath. Because this one right here is, I, I see that a lot. Um, and I I define support as um, I will come to your functions. Mm-hmm. I will share anything you're doing on social media. Like if you have flyers, event rights, or different things like that. Um, but I'm one of those people, I don't necessarily have to buy every product that you have because I'm not trying to be funny. I may not like it. Right. That's so the thing I, right I don't have to do it. You get what I'm saying? So I will share because there is whatever product, service, good, whatever, you know, um, you're offering. I will definitely support. Support also looks like making referrals mm-hmm. to each other, you know, as therapists or I know some life coaches. Um, you know, different things like that. I'm like, okay, boom. And even like, you know, even for you and your book, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, my friend wrote a book. You need to check yeah. it out. You know what I'm saying? And so support doesn't necessarily always mean I got to buy, you know, the candle, the t-shirt, the, the whatever mm-hmm. it is. I'm standing in your corner and especially support looks like for those days, because what we don't do is I don't think we paint a real clear picture of what entrepreneurship Girl, looks like right. either entrepreneurship will drive you crazy if you let it It will. And if you don't have a real support system, meaning those days where you want to sit there and you want to bust out in tears and you'd be like, Oh no, I don't have nobody. I got to suck it up and and hold it in. That gets to you. Even with sometimes the relationships, you sacrifice relationships when you become an entrepreneur because the, the, the title, what the word that's missing in there is work. You are especially when you're just starting. There is yes. so much hustle and grind oh my God. involved. Ma'am, listen. And then, because I'm in a growth spurt right now where I'm expanding mm-hmm. my practice and understanding what it looks like to hire mm-hmm. people. Girl. Get payroll. Bless your heart. Do all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Right. And so, it's you know, it's definitely one of those things. But, you know, there are days where I just come home and I just want to mm-hmm. go to bed. There are times where I just, like, I sit in my room and I just be mm-hmm. crying. Um, you know, and different things like that. And so support looks like I can pick up the phone and I can call you or I can send a text message like, can you talk right. real quick? Um, and so you don't always, to me, I don't always have to purchase. And then none, another thing that I've been saying, and then you tell me if you've been saying this, but it's like cash at me because I got a business. Mm-hmm. I don't like, know what that, that means. I, I, I'm, I'm like cash at you because you got a business, but then provide a service. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. And people will purchase. And I, I just don't understand that. And maybe this is a new concept that's coming out. But if if I'm now, if I'm becoming an investor in a business, then mm-hmm. that's one thing. 
but just to cash up you and be like, hey, girl, here you go. Or, hey, guy, here yeah, you no. go. Uh, I don't know about that. So then you go ahead and jump So in. I have a couple. So one of the things okay. that I will say, and, and, you know, I don't know whether this is petty or not, but I pay attention to who supports mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And I feed into those who feed into me. And I think mm-hmm. that's really important because a lot of times, you know, in the past, I have given a lot of my time and talent um, and it was not appreciated. So I'm, I'm very careful about who I support. Um, I'm also careful about who I support because I'm very serious about my brand. And mm-hmm. if I'm supporting nonsense, then people think that I entertain mm-hmm. nonsense. So, you know, I don't, I'm very mm-hmm. particular about things like that. Um, I'll share things if it's good, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but again, it's, if clear. it's not, it just isn't. And, and there's, you know, sometimes people are very sensitive about feedback that you give, you know, and so you don't necessarily want to hear the feedback. So I don't know. Yeah. I can't really help you. Um, but I definitely, you know, I definitely support, you know, my friends that are, you know, doing business for themselves, because I will have to, I will say that Charlotte, and I'm not negating any other city, I live in Charlotte, and it's a hustle game going on here, (laughs) where, you know, (laughs) people are on their grind. And so, you know, definitely supporting those individuals is is important to me. Um, But I also appreciate individuals who are comfortable with understanding that sometimes support is behind the scenes. You don't always have to see me to know that I'm supporting you. You know, you don't always have Mm -hmm. to, I don't always have to tell you that I'm supporting you to know that I'm supporting you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm very good with referrals and sending people, you know, uh, clients and making sure that I'm giving people shout outs. And, you know, some of that, that's really important. Word of mouth is probably more important than anything else. Than anything. You know, so Mm -hmm. just, you know, making sure that people are comfortable knowing that just because you don't see me, I'm not in your face all the time. You know, I'm a little more introverted, believe it or not. So, you know, I may not be at all the gigs and all the stuff that you have going on, but I'm definitely supporting you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you bring up a point, you know, because I know you said this may sound petty and I don't think that sounds petty. I just feel like that's your personal um, feelings and, you know, you're, you're definitely allowed. Um, about, you know, like you support people Mm -hmm. who support you. Um, I've had people who um, has not Mm -hmm. supported me. And I'm still like, you know what? (laughs) I still Mm -hmm. got you. You know what I'm saying? But because my thing is, this is just Mm -hmm. my belief, right? What I put out and what I put out, I will Mm -hmm. get back double. So if I support you and you don't support me, that's more to do with you than me. And so I'm going to still put your name out there because somebody be like, oh, who, who referred you? Mm-hmm. Darnita. So just, you know, just know that it, I, I would do that because I know I'm going to get my blessing mm-hmm. on the back end double, you know? And so I will now. And again, I wholeheartedly agree with you too, because now uh, here's another thing. If you start in a business every week, I can't. And nope. have you Can been we get getting focused? a lot I need of people focus. who are now suddenly coaches? Yes. And that's why I'm like, what did you right. do for coaching? Now, and, and when I say I know a lot of life coaches, I know these people have gone right. and gotten the true trainings and different things like that. I'm not talking about somebody who, and I'm not trying to be funny when I say this, okay? So, because you know how you can become a minister on the internet by just filling out the paperwork. 
Okay. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who are, you know, really out here and they're doing these things. And so, yes, I will do that. Now, if you got, you know, a lawn care business on Monday and then you start in a bakery on Saturday and then the following Monday you got, you know, you're doing something else. I'm like, okay, what, what, what are you doing? What's your, mm-hmm. what's your focus? What's your focus? And then go from there. Um, you know, things like that. So I need, you know, it's gotta be organized. It's gotta be right. intentional, you know, different things like that. I'm not just because my friend, I'm gonna support you. No. Um, I've been fortunate to say that since moving to Charlotte, I have several friends who are mm-hmm. real entrepreneurs and some of them are so inspirational to me. Exactly. That I like, ah, I love it's hard to not be You know what I'm saying? With the circle. Right. And then coming from the city I came from, we, well, that's <laughs> what we did. We, if somebody had one job, we was going to like, Either you getting paid a whole lot right. or you like <laughs> Or maybe you're so, just comfortable. It ain't you know what I'm saying? Maybe you're just comfortable with that. But you know, everybody's not. I, I see that now. But in Detroit, we everybody had three jobs. I don't care if you was working at the plant making seventy five dollars an hour. You was fixing somebody's ba- a bathroom on the on you know on the side mm-hmm. and you was selling dinner. Okay. <laughs> Something was going on. You know what I'm saying? And even with growing up in my household, seeing my father. was able to put food on the table all the time we never you know he worked there and he worked at a janitor as a janitor as a at a um, printing company because he got bored he was like I work this shift and everything else I got all this extra time let me do that my uncle's the same way so all I see is people with multiple incomes right so here it's the same thing it's the same thing so you know I just and then you know building this business Let's let's be very clear. I wear 82 hats and I'm hiring for five of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so as you could tell, because I've bounced ideas off of you, you've gave, given me some of the experiences that you've had, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, definitely. But I'm all about support, but it doesn't always have to be monetized. It is definitely emotional right. and presence mm-hmm. sometimes. And so, you know, there it is. I'm not. I'm not the person who posts a lot on social media. But if, if anybody follows me, who's listening, you'll see a lot of me tag. You know, posting somebody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. Or you know, very rare do I like post something necessarily about myself. Mm-hmm. Which I need well, to I stop. Do all of the above. I need to stop. <laughs> so. I post for others. I post mm-hmm. for me. But you know, I'm mm-hmm. always going hard. Yep. In the paint. There you go. So we hope everybody has gotten something out of this podcast today. And remember that whatever the outcome of tomorrow, November 3rd, please just know that you will be be all right. Thank you. We gonna be all right. So, and that you, you know, you'll make it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Signing off until next time. All right. Be safe and be well, everybody. Bye. Bye.